0: A reading from Paul's letter to the Romans, uh, chapter 6, verses 12 through 23. Do not let sin exercise dominion in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. No longer present your members to sin as instruments of wickedness, But present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and present your members to God as the instruments of righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. What then? Should we sin Because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks be to God, that you, having once been slaves of sin, have become obedient from the heart to the form of teaching to which you were entrusted, and that you, having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations for just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to greater and greater iniquity, <clears throat> so now you present your members as slaves to righteousness for sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. So what advantage do you then get from the things of which you you now are ashamed. The end of those things is death, but now that you have been freed from sin and enslaved to God, the advantage you get is sanctification. The end is eternal life, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. The word I want to focus on uh, this morning is uh, obedience. It's uh, mentioned. uh, Obey once and then obedience uh, three times in in that passage. And and Paul is talking about, uh, you know, the battle that goes on in every heart and in the brokenness of the world between the world of sin and brokenness and the new life that people can experience uh, in, in Christ. He's writing to the church at Rome, though, and he's writing to people who have, have found this new life, who are struggling to be obedient. <clears throat> yes, there's the danger of falling back to old ways, getting back into the patterns of death, but they're on the, on the side of the angels right now, and Paul is trying to offer them encouragement. And one of the values that he invites them to is to live obedient lives. And as I reflected on the passage, I thought of that the, the rule of Richmond Hill, the 12 values, right after conversion of life is obedience. Obedience. And in the rule of Richmond Hill, obedience is uh, molding your life according to God's will. And that's the the challenge uh, with a commitment uh, to the mission of Richmond Hill. So modeling our lives, conforming our lives to God's will. With a commitment to the mission of Richmond Hill. I've been doing, uh, in terms of my own involvement at Richmond Hill, um, doing some reflecting uh Because I I need to uh, uh, offer a witness. Part of the development committee uh, work, which uh, I'm a part of, um, which is raising money. Part of the whole thing about raising money is to be able to to tell the story. (laughs) So it puts you in touch with, well, hey, what's the essence of the the Richmond Hill story? And the the challenge that I have as we move toward these point of entry events that begin in September is to uh, offer. uh, a personal witness, which got me thinking about uh, what uh, Richmond Hill means to me and and my participation in the in the mission. And I, I think one of the most important things is is this mission, the healing of the city, and of course the four values that uh, we're involved with: of prayer, hospitality, racial reconciliation, and and spiritual spiritual growth, uh, which is an open-ended, ongoing kind of thing, and it calls for. Uh, obedience. It calls for a commitment and working at it, exercising our will uh, to move in that direction. And I think uh, part of uh, my, my personal involvement here is that the work of healing uh, the city is enormously difficult work. Never underestimate the forces of darkness. Um, and so you need uh, the energy that only God can give us to overcome those forces and it's to be reminded and I think this is one of the the benefits in the Richmond Hill ministry that it's the grace of God it's God working through us uh, calling us to be where we can use our gifts in the best way calling us in relationship to people that we need to be in relationship with calling us to do the work that needs to be done in that in that healing process it's unique and and to each of us but we need to discern that and that comes, that discernment comes out of a of a sense of seeking to be obedient, and that's been been one of the blessings to me. It keeps me leaning into the work, and it gives me, but it gives me the energy. I mean, it's a reminder. One of the things that uh, I remember, and maybe the greatest truths in my part in the participation in the civil rights movement back in the 60s, is uh, we thought the kingdom was going to come, and you could almost taste it, and um, um so we pressed harder. We, we stopped saying our prayers, we got away from the things of the spirit that we needed to do the work. And so this ministry reminds me that it's it's God's work. it's not uh, it's not up to me. That's an important piece of it. And then the whole thing about balance and personal healing, you know in the process, the inner journey and the outer journey that being involved in healing the city is not something set apart from, my own personal healing, my own participation in sin and brokenness and selfishness and in the forces of darkness, that I'm part of the problem. So I need to, to be healed. But it's, it's the blending, it's the moving out into the world and then coming back and lifting it up, Say, God, what did I learn about this? And where do I go from here? That um, that's all part of that, that process of living into obedience, living into the, into the mission. So those are some of the things that uh, I've discovered in hanging out with you guys. And uh, um, it's, been a, it's been a blessing. It's op- also an open-ended uh, challenge and opportunity. And uh, I'm curious to know what God will have in store for me and for you today. So here we are, at the start of the day. May God bless us and may God help us to be more obedient to his will and to the vision and mission of Richmond Hill.